Welcome to another episode of the Starship Coconut. Man, I sure hope this episode was better than the last one. What do you mean? The last episode was great. Yeah, but like, nothing happened. Like, they're just hanging out on Star Cluster Zero and like, eating stuff. And then the fans attack them and then like, Dr. Drool lures them into his clutches. I mean, that's not that exciting. What did you want? Explosions or something? Yeah! Everybody loves explosions! Well, you should have just said so. Okay, I'll do it next time then. Oh. Well, anyways, you're in luck, because episode four has the most explosions yet. Join us on the next episode, episode four. All right! This is our engine room, where all of the glutamaic fuel is turned into thrust and helps us to travel through the galaxy. My goodness! The coconut is even more amazing than I ever could have imagined! I have posters on my bedroom wall, but the real thing is so much better! Oh, she's nothing, really. I will never forget this day for as long as I live. You are ever so brave for traveling through deep space. Fighting monsters, discovering new worlds. It must get so lonely traveling through the darkness of space with nothing but a skeleton crew at your side. I admit, the job does have its challenges. I can only imagine. I would love to tell you more. I would like that. I guess the rest of our tour will have to wait. I am sure we will have plenty of time. What is it, Pablo? Well, it looks like our fan club, as Flash calls it, has come up here reminding us of his giving chase. Okay, I'll be right there. Will this day ever end? Will you come to the bridge? My goodness, I just realized that I don't even know your name. Drulina. My name is Drulina. Drulina. That is such a beautiful name. A beautiful name for a beautiful woman. Oh, you are so sweet, Captain. Now you'd better get to the bridge. Your crew needs you. And I need to go to the little girl's room. Of course. Nature calls, just like duty. The restroom is just behind the flambeic communications array, behind the port glutamaic converter. Do you want me to escort you? Oh, no need, and no need. I saw it on our way to the engine room from the flight hangar. Until we meet again, Drulina. I will count a minute. Pablo, I am on my way. Update me on the situation in the lift. She would never leave! Uh, Rob, how do I plan this tracking device? Well, 
need to find the flambeic communications array. Already ten steps ahead of you, Robert. Ouch! How do any women wear these torture devices? I healed or not for the faint of heart, that's for sure. I am not even going to ask you how you know that, Robert. Probably for the best, Dr. Girl. Send the faint distress signal on my command. I can't contain my excitement. You know, for once, this plan doesn't totally suck, girl. It's because I made it, you fool! And we will drink and feast tonight, for Dr. Drool has returned to his rightful place atop this pitiful universe. So let me get this straight. So I send the fake distress signal from the asteroid mining facility, and once you exit hyperslip, then spring the trap. Yes, yes! Exactly the way that I explained it to you. We only have one shot at this, Robbie, so don't mess it up. Now, where shall I lodge this tracking device? Right behind the transducifier and the Rhine apparatus. Why is this thing so large? It's a good thing these crew members are so dense or this plan wouldn't have a chance of working. There. Done. Are you reading the signal, my minion? Clear the whistle, troll. Excellent. Now to show these simple-minded dimwits what true genius looks like. They don't stand a chance against Dr. Druil, the greatest evil mind in the galaxy! Ouch! I think I might have broken something. How long until we reach the extraction facility, Flash? Arrival time? 29 seconds, Captain Dude. Does anyone else think it's odd that an enemy could have discovered the location of our top-secret asteroid processing facility? Indeed. It is a closely guarded secret, known only to those with level 6 clearance and above. Man, the things those top dogs must know. I would give an arm and a leg to have level 6 security clearance. The things I would ask. I, for one, hope that never happens. Why? Don't you think I can keep a secret? Hmm, I have my doubts for some reason. Has anyone seen Drulina? No, sir. She's been spending quite some time in the respirate facilities. Is that normal? <sighs> Do I really need to fill you in about female habits in the washroom? Oh boy, could you? How long till we get there, Flash? Oh yeah, right. Uh, uh we're there. Pablo, do a scan. Scan already complete. Nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. What? On monitor. Pablo's right. There's no distress calls on any frequencies. There's the asteroid. There's the glutamate mining vessels. The refinery. And us. Then why did Space Force send us here? Got me, man. Maybe they just wanted to keep us on our toes. Highly unlikely. That is well outside of sanctioned Space Force protocol. Indeed. Admirals don't use the official distress channel to run preparedness drills. What is going on? Natasha, signal Admiral Hotchkiss. I've already tried, Captain. It appears the flambeic communications array has fallen out of alignment. How? Captain, sensors are reading two objects dropping out of hyperslip. On monitor. The one across from our bow is a medium-sized scalapon skiff of unknown origin. And the one aft 
Oh, no! On monitor. Captain, say hello to our old friend. Oh, mother cooking meatloaf. Man, the big guy just can't take no for an answer, can he? Raise protonic bubble. Captain, I'm afraid it's too late. Grog, eat engines! Seriously? Report! Hull decontainment on decks 10 through 27. Main electrolyte power gone. Life preservation system at half strength. Flash, report. He's out cold, Captain. Great. Pablo, take control of steerage. No need, Captain. The engines are... Oh, boy. What, Pablo? What is it? I don't know how to say this. Try, Pablo. The engines. They're... They're gone. Quit screwing around, Pablo. What do you mean, gone? He ate them, Captain. We are, as Flash would say, totally screwed. Maybe it's time for some fatalistic crap now. Right, Kiwi? Wait, we're getting a transmission from the skiff, Captain. Oh, boy. Just what we need. On what's... What's left of the monitor, Natasha? Aye, sir. Hello, Captain Kiwi. Drulina, I don't understand. How are you on that ship? Oh, yeah. The wig. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Dr. Drool. Yes. Behold, it is indeed I, Dr. Drool. Destroyer of worlds. Scourge of the galaxy. Conceiver of the ooze incidents. And the embodiment of your worst nightmare. And now, mine will be the last face you see before you meet your doom! <laughs> Drool, you dressed up as a woman. You... you tricked me. <laughs> yes, you are as stupid as you have always been, Kiwi. The universe may see you and your crew as heroes. But I know the truth, and now the entire universe will as well. Say hello to Flutoon! Wait, what? Coming to you live over Galactinet. If you are just tuning in, you are about to witness the untimely demise of the overrated Captain Kiwi and the pathetic crew of the Starship Coconut! Whoa, public humiliation? Brutal. Man, he sure knows how to kick a guy when he's down. <laughs> it feels so good to be back on top. How does it feel to once more be the biggest losers in the galaxy? <laughs> Man, I think he looked better in makeup and high heels. He's indeed not a looker, as some people are known to say. Ah, uh, Miss Laxun Pablo. Always feisty until the end. Perhaps I will feed you to my furry friend. So you can join your parents in everlasting digestible turmoil. Yummy, yummy! I have lots of room in my groggy tummy! Yo, dude! You leave Natasha's parents out of it! Flash, you're awake! What do you know about my parents, you tempestuous bottle of irrelevant gelatinous goo? Much more than you would ever be able to handle! <laughs> now, witness! 
the instrument of your untimely death, behold, Project Oh, sweet peas and marmalade. What is that thing? It appears to be a giant microwave class weapon. Its energy output is unlike any that has ever been recorded in Confederation space. Wow, a big gun. How original. What is it with men and their need for oversized weaponry? Perhaps his preference for exaggerated weaponry is a consequence of his feelings of inferiority. Right, Natasha? No! It just makes for greater drama and delight for all my soon-to-be fans. Look at all of those lights on Spacebook. You are all yesterday's news. Well, why don't you go ahead and fire already? Nothing kills the buzz like prolonged gloating. That's what my Uncle Smash always said. You're right, you dim-witted imbecile. Enough talking. Say goodbye, Captain Kiwi. Prepare to meet your doom. Meet doom. It's time for a Starship Coconut commercial break. Singing man from the intergalactic sensation Space Slugs. We just released our new single, Slug It Out on Pytunes. It's going all the way to the top with your help. It's gonna rot your brains all the way through. Yo, just so you know, we're gonna be playing our new single live for the first time at the 597 Clammy Awards. Alright, all you slugheads, so we'll see you at the next Space Slugs concert! Thanks for listening to the commercials. Imagine if you could have one on here. That would be pretty cool, right? Okay, back to the show. and wait to die? I don't see what other options we have. Indeed, Natasha. A full system scan shows that we are disabled in the water, as I believe the phrase goes. Dead in the water, Pablo. Our engine's gone. Shield's gone. Life preservation fading fast. I'm racking my brain here, but I can't see how we can get out of this one alive. It's exactly when all fades to darkness. Light shines the brightest. McDougal? Where did you come from? An interesting, if obvious sentiment. Well, do you have any bright ideas, McDougal? I remember when my brother and I got stuck at the bottom of Grandpa's well when we were but knee high. We got hoarse from all our hollering, crying, and whistling. As darkness fell, we started to lose hope. But when you're all alone, up to your knees in the muck with nothing but fear surrounding you on all sides, it's when you realize that you still have that flinch your pappy gave you, hanging around your neck. Is this an attempt to call upon a metaphor to kindle pointless hope in a dire situation? I see references to such things in my research on human storytelling. McDougal, why are you talking in riddles? 
We really need some practical suggestions right now. Wait. By Java. I think I know what you're getting at, Dougal. Instead of paying attention to what we don't have, we should pay attention to what we do have. Is that what you're getting at? I think a part of me is still down that well. The smell. The darkness. With that spark of light meant my brother and I could focus all our efforts on getting through and eventually to call in cavalry. Captain, our senses are picking up a hint of a vessel. It may be on a direct course to our location. What? Can you identify it, Pablo? It is unlike any hyperslip signature I've ever witnessed. It is traveling at four times the speed of ketosis. Four times? Under its own power? Our sensors must be on the fritz. Dun, 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 dun. Wait, the spark helped us to get through and... (gasps) Call in the cavalry! Captain, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That we should raid the ship's creatine stores and party until we die? No, that is literally the opposite of what I thought we were both thinking. My rudimentary understanding of metaphorical promptings leads me to believe that your plan is not in any way connected to McDougal's story, Captain. I admit it doesn't seem likely that is what he meant. Hey, maybe we should hit the shuttle bay and run away instead. The flight hanger is now somewhere in the monster's stomach, Captain. Shuttle's taste tasty! McDougal is trying to tell us that the cavalry is on its way! What? Indeed. We need to create a distraction, Captain. We need to... Light a spark! Of course! How could I be so blind? McDougal, you're a genius! Wait, McDougal? McDougal? How does he do that? I observed him sneakily exiting through the secret maintenance hatch in the midst of your heated discussion just moments ago. Ugh, never mind, Pablo. We need a distraction. Any ideas? Ugh, I do. Hey, did I ever tell you how my buddy Rod defeated the plaque on Gouda 4? Ugh! How long is this charging sequence going to take? Uh, does it matter? It's not like they're going anywhere anyways. It's not all about the ends, my pathetic minion. Presentation is equally as important when you are crushing your foe. Plus, we are starting to get criticized in the Flutube comments. Yeah, Chuckles Boy 27 says, Boring. Watching paint dry in a Hupney Flammatooth is more exciting than this yawner. <sighs> Sparkle Pits 2047 says, I was promised evisceration. Fake news. There's a lot of others, but I would probably need to wash my mouth out with soap afterwards if I repeated them. We need to get this show on the road! Barra, how much longer? Hey, old Dr. Drool. Hey, uh, Drool, y- you might want to take a look at this. What is it, Robert? It looks like a giant piece of salamide slipped out of the damaged part of the ship, with something tied around it. Barra, magnify 20 times on the salamide cluster! Sure thing, good-looking. Rob, we really have to talk about altering Barbara's bubbly personality matrix. It's making me feel overly... cheerful. Well, someone's got to bring the levity around here. Thanks, Rob. No sweat, Barbs. What are those things strapped to the pepperonites? Your smell yummy for my tummy. Pepperonite smells good for groggy yummy. Get back 
kill you, behemoth-sized buffoon! <laughs> Looks like the way to his heart is through his stomach, not his head. Ah, uh, seriously? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, boss, couldn't resist. I thought it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Barbara. You're the best. No, you're the best. No, you are. No, you are. <laughs> you're so hot. Uh. Flash, I sure hope you know what you're doing with this plan. Dude, when it comes to desperate, crazy ideas that don't seem like they will work, I'm your man. Gee, that fills me with so much confidence, Flash. Chill, man. I'm still here, aren't I? I mean, what do we got to lose? Only everything? Indeed, Flash. We really don't have any room for failure. All I gotta say is that if it worked with the plaque, it's gonna work with that stupid asteroid-eating furball. <laughs> You guys ready to rock? Uh, as ready as I will ever be. Pablo, prepare to start leaking the tomatotorgon gas as soon as the music starts to play. Affirmative, Captain. Are you sure there's no way that they'll be able to detect the gas? Highly unlikely, unless they are scanning on a very specific glycemic frequency. It's invisible to the eye, to the nose. It could fill an entire room in seconds and you wouldn't even know it was there until somebody lights a match. <laughs> The plaque thought they had this guy in a corner, but man, were they wrong. <laughs> I admit that this plan doesn't appear to totally suck. What track are you going to play? The only band in the galaxy worth listening to. Oh no, you don't mean... Oh yeah, Tash. They won't even know what hit him. Eat space love, Dr. Drool. This is awesome! Space slugs are my favorite! Minion! Focus! Can't you turn that rocket off? No can do, Drool. They're reverberating the hull with sonic waves. It has effectively turned our ship into a giant speaker. I would suggest earplugs, gentlemen. Oh, and calamity is at 98%. Earplugs? Genius! I mean, not a terrible suggestion, Barbara. Thanks, boss. What is that stupid glove doing? Hey, it looks like he's digging the jam, sir. Rockland music, Rockland food, jams and munchies make Rocky feel good. You idiot! Come back here now! No, no, no! Rocky love Rocky music! Calamity at 99.5%. Excellent! Begin countdown, Barra! Hello, people of the galaxy. Welcome back to this edition of Drool Vision. Remember, this is the day that Dr. Drool re-solidifies himself as the foremost criminal mastermind in the galaxy. Despair for your lives, for your dreams to be crushed, and your worst fears realize. I will once more rule the galaxy with an iron fist and unflakeable power! <laughs> Final Clammy Countdown, beginning. Witness the firepower of this fully 
receiving an incoming signal from the coconut. They want to face their destroyer. All the better. I'm Monitor Barbara. Any last word, Kiwi? Yeah. Up your slime ball. What? Uh, boss? We've got company. <laughs> What's going on? Dr. Drool, a giant confederation battlecruiser disrupted out of hyperslip and is charging weapons. Yeah, that's right, you ugly pile of sludge. Say hello to Chuckles 427. Should be quick about destroying your enemies. Now the whole galaxy's gonna watch you burn. Chuckles Boy 27 is charging weapons, sir. Ooh, a fancy starship look tasty. Rockman catch you super hasty. Our clerk friend is moving to intercept the battlecruiser, Dr. Gruel. We'll show that fly boy that rule is not to be trifled with. Seems calamity to fire on that ship, right? All right. I wouldn't do that if I were you, Dr. Drew. What are you talking about, Kiwi? I have you right where I want you. While you've been listening to this dope music, we have been surrounding your ship with Matatorgon gas. If you fire, you will be the one who suffers the consequences. Surrender now, and we may let you live. Insane fool! You're lying. Hey, uh, boss. Maybe we should run a scam. I don't want to hear another word out of your mouth, Robert. They are lost and are maybe trying to escape certain destruction. First we eviscerate their fancy battlecruiser, then we turn our attention to the coconuts. But... Barbara, fire! I think we just destroyed our furry friend. What? That is impossible! Sphere hull damage. Project Levy offline. Where did that explosion come from? Residue scans show that we were indeed surrounded by its Matatorgon gas, sir. That stuff is highly flammable. You fool! Why did you not pick it up on our scanners? Well, that's pretty much impossible to detect without scanning for a specific lysemic frequency. Which I would have done had we taken our time. No need to write in, Roberts. We don't need that giant idiot anyway. I am Dr. Drewell, the greatest evil genius in the galaxy. There is more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> or crack a coconut, right, Barbara? <laughs> Good one, Rob. Thanks. Huh, you're hot. Like you do. You're so funny. Thanks. Were you too fat? <laughs> Drool. The battlecruiser is sending a message. Well, unmonitor, you moron! At least what's left of it. I will get us out of this using my stellar negotiation skills, for which I am obviously legendary. Uh, I'm just gonna dust off the old rectopod. Why? I can get us out of this. Plan B is going to be epic! Yeah, if it's anywhere near as epic as Plan A, 
I'm gonna take my chances with the wrecked pod. Oh, and they're charging weapons. By the looks of it, there's lots of them. Fine. You go, you coward. I can handle this myself. Yeah. Okay. Barbara, unmonitor. Okay. Been a pleasure knowing you. Why does no one have faith in their illustrious leader? Loyalty is a dying art. Hello. I am Doctor. Doctor Drew. Wow. You guys, who opened the can of ugly? Doctor, you say? I feel bad for the crowd photographer who to take your photo. And by the way, did the lens crack? What happened? Did a cat get your tongue? It looks like he took your whole face with it. I don't see how that is entirely necessary, Captain. Commodore. Commodore Leachy, to be precise. And you know what else isn't entirely necessary? Your face! Commodore Leachy? Hell, I officially offer you my surrender. Yeah. Mm, mm, no. How about no? What? But my ship is disabled. My weapon's gone. My bubble's not existent. Surely you are a man of honor. Yeah, uh, I haven't had my morning cup of joe yet, so I'm not really in a giving kind of mood this morning. You're in a top secret location trying to destroy a fellow starship, and frankly, I'd be doing the galaxy a favor by getting rid of your ugly mug. Captain, I believe that your admiralty will reward you greatly for bringing me in. Have you never heard of the fearsome, the infamous Dr. Drew? Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I've actually never heard of you. The Master of Disguise? Nope. It's going to the galaxy? No. Not ringing any bells, Slimeball. The conceiver of the Ooze Incident? The Ooze Incident. Oh, so you have heard of my work. <laughs> you created a contagion that wiped out half of the Confederation Space Force, took over the minds of millions of people, and destroyed the mincemeat. Oh, yes. Wasn't it delicious? You shattered the lives of countless people, and you think you deserve a break? Yes? Think again, pupil. Come on! Fire and will! Oh, no. Well, I guess that failed. Big surprise. I seriously need a new job. Barbara, are you there? Hot stuff? Uh, Barbara? Uh, I think something got mixed up in the file transfer. Yeah, okay. Oh, fix, Platt. I thought I was getting out clean and clear. Barbara, fire up the sphincter launch sequence. Yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, close the door now. Barbara. I'll close the door, but the door to my heart is always open to you. 
Alright, Barbara. Knock it off. Open it door right now! Uh, 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 all I hear is a whole lot of nothing. How about you, Barbara? Actually, I can't really think of any. We have schemed and implemented some unacquainted path the galaxy had ever seen! Yeah. I think it's time to update my resume, Barbara. Currently unemployed. Oh, I will be glad to occupy Robert. Robert, you eat with this! Open this portal, Robert! Or you'll what, Drool? Kill me? Get your revenge? Torture me? As far as I can see it, you're done. Goodbye, Drool. Sure, some explosion lit up like a cat strapped to a cherry bomb. Flash, I gotta say, sometimes you really know how to hit a home run. Thanks, Tash. Gotta admit, that drill character almost had us done in, Captain Dude. Indeed, his own arrogance and pride ultimately blinded him to the imminent destruction lying all around him. Indeed, sir. He got too big for his britches, as I believe the saying goes. Indeed, Pablo. Indeed. I still cannot believe that I did not recognize my old nemesis. Hey, it happens to the best of us, Captain Man. Yeah, not so sure it does. I knew that something smelled fishy about that pile of slime. I'm not sure fish was quite the smell. More like rancid fruit mixed with rotting garbage. Captain, we are receiving a transmission from the battlecruiser Kumquat. One Commodore Leechy appears to be in command. Leechy? Oh, no. What's wrong, Captain? Yeah, let's just say Leechy isn't Kiwi's BFF. <laughs> right, Captain Dude? Yeah, that would be an understatement, Private. Oh, come on. He can't be that bad. He is in charge of a pretty hefty ship, after all. They don't give slobs commands like those. No, he is quite competent. Annoyingly so. They are really quite insistent, Captain. Should we answer? All right, crew. Let's put our best foot forward. Uh, on monitor, Pablo. Yes, sir. Hey, Stanton. What's going on, Gooseberry? Looks like you really screwed up this time. <laughs> yeah, what else is new? Hey, guys. David and Steven here, the creators of the Starship Coconut. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it for you. If you want to learn more about the show, be sure to head over to starshipcoconut.com. Also, if you want to become an integral part of the creation of this audio experience and help us get more ridiculous adventures into your eardrums every two weeks, then consider supporting us on patreon.com forward slash starshipcoconut. We have lots of great reward tiers for monthly contributions, including access to exclusive and bonus content, merchandise, looks behind the scenes, and much more. 
We really want to continue making something truly ridiculous and fun for you, our wonderful listeners, every two weeks. So becoming a Patreon subscriber really goes a long way. Until next time, stay groovy, people, and we'll see you in the next episode of The Starship Coconut! Coconut.